All right, Tyler. Aside hey. from not being able to pick your own Reddit client, that was the new iPhone. Should I buy one, even though I don't need one? Well, I mean, that's a loaded question. I can't <laughs> tell you to buy anything. I want that fucking battery life. That's insane. Yeah, that's been the blow feature out of all of it. Like the fact that I can go two days without having to charge it and still like, like I'm not not using it. I'm using it like I would any other phone. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And I'm a quite a big fan of the MagSafe. I thought at first it was going to be a cheesy gimmick, but uh, the fact that I can just like put a pop socket or a wallet and just like take it on and off. Yeah. And not have to like stick anything to the back of my phone and be stuck with it. Yeah. That's pretty... Pretty fucking handy. Yeah. When like uh whenever that was, when you convinced me to like start trying out Apple shit and I was looking at the iPhone trying to like talk myself into buying it. I saw like a bunch of videos on the MagSafe of people just being like, Yeah, this is kind of the shit. Like walking into your vehicle and just like slapping it on the dash and it starts charging. It's like shit like that. I'm like, that's actually really cool. It, it it is pretty fucking handy. Like I gotta say, I am I am a big fan. And like I so like it wasn't until I don't know the last couple of years I became a pop socket fan. Uh-huh. But then there would be times where like I'd want to like set it down or put it in a cradle or like our work trucks have boosters in them. Yeah, you love- can't can't really put a fucking phone in there with a pop socket because they're not made for it. Yeah. And once you stick your pop socket on it, I mean, I guess you can pull it off and then clean it and then. It it's never really, yeah. yeah, and it doesn't really adhere the same. So to be able to just literally pull this off and then toss it to the side and carry on with my phone, it's pretty, it's pretty snazzy. Yeah, because that's why I stopped using pop sockets. Is because like I started migrating to like wireless charging almost everything, and oh, like yeah. you, you can't with a pop socket really well you can get the uh pop socket wireless charger yeah but then you're like replacing all of your fucking wireless chargers with it and it's like i'm not gonna do that yeah no i it's the same reason i didn't get one either so i just gave up on wireless charging for the most part because i mean i could like twist oh. the pop socket off yeah and then it's thinner sure. so then some wireless chargers i could get other ones wouldn't it wouldn't be enough but like with the MagSafe pop socket stuff you can literally yeah. just Pull it off. off. Yeah. I can just dump this on any wireless charger. Yeah. Or like I have a MagSafe charger now. So I literally just like beside my bed, click, and it just snaps on and starts charging. And when I'm done, I just pull it off. It's it's honestly been like one of like the pleasant surprises that I did. Like, I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool and gimmicky. I don't know how much I'll use that. And now it's like a daily thing. So is there like third party like MagSafe shit Mm -hmm. too? Like, is Anchor making some decent ones like that are not Apple prices? I would think. Yes, like PopSocket makes their own MagSafe PopSockets and oh, stuff. Okay. Apple makes their own MagSafe wallets and right. other stuff. But there's a bunch of other companies that do wallets, grips, cases, chargers, charging stands, all that kind of stuff. It's on my uh, wish list right now, but Anchor makes a 5,000 milliamp battery pack that Ooh. is mag safe so when you need it, it's just like a little square piece and you just magnets to the back of your phone and starts charging your phone on the go that would actually be really handy apple makes one too but i think theirs is like 3000 milliamps and it's like 100 bucks and then anchor makes their own and it's 5000 milliamps and i think it's like 50 bucks <laughs> 
Apple tax folks. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's super convenient, super handy. And like the, the, uh, the MagSafe chargers, they're just Qi chargers with the mag magnetic ring around them. So like, right. If you have it like laying flat on a desk, like you can still drop your AirPods or any other phone or any other Qi charging thing on it and it'll still charge. Right. Hmm. I kind of want one now. And the rocker switch. I, I miss that. I always did like that. Just like a quick, easy, like, do not disturb toggle. Yeah. It's it's just like one of those things that like having been on Android for the last little bit, it's like, oh, yeah, I fucking pull down from my notification mm-hmm. shade, tap to vibrate or tap to completely silence. And then like when we were starting today, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't have to do that. I just like reached over, flicked the little switch, and now my phone's on silent. Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's such a simple thing that is... I don't know that any Android phone has that. I think OnePlus offers it. Oh, does it? Yeah, I think they're about. I think they're the only ones, though. Surprising. Yeah, it really is. A li- it was a little surprising, but I don't know. I've I've always admired the OnePlus phones, and like mm-hmm. there are a couple times I debated even getting one. But my buddy purchased a OnePlus phone. I don't know, like six months ago, and he just it was just rife with problems like lagginess and like software glitches and like to the point where he just fucking threw it in a drawer and went and got a fucking iphone (laughs) a few months after after he got it he was like nope i'm done with this fuck this Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i'm torn because like my samsung contract like is up like it's fully paid for so like i'm enjoying this lower cell phone bill but at the same Mm -hmm. time i'm like I could just like go get a new iPhone and not have to pay anything up front and just go back to my old cell phone bill. <laughs> and like the new ones are really good. Like mine's still under a hundred dollars a month and that's unlimited everything, 40 gigs and the phone. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. It's it's not bad. There's still like little, little things I'm getting used to like the notification, not having a notification shade, but instead it's like a full notification screen and it's not as nicely organized. Like I liked on my Android phone, I could just like pull down from the top and I could see notifications. Whereas right. on like iPhone, you pull down from the center in the top too, but you have to pull it all the way down and it essentially shows you your lock screen with all your notifications. Oh, weird. Yeah. So like, it's honestly not the end of the world. Like I'm not no. missing notifications. They're all still there. It's just like full screen instead of like a half screen shade but that's not the end of the world. The cool thing is like, cause I have some of my like other Apple accessories. Right. So the mm-hmm. other day I fucking, we were in the work truck and I was listening to music on my AirPods and like my AirPods are linked to my iCloud account, which is obviously what my phone is linked to. Right. So then we get to location and I like go walk away to go do my cross shift and stuff. And then I get a notification on my phone and it's like, Hey, we noticed your AirPods are like not in your vicinity. They were last seen around this area. And it like has like a GPS map where they were last pinged connected to my phone. And it was like, Oh yeah, shit. I left those in the truck. I should go get those in case someone else takes that truck. Right. Went back and grabbed my AirPods and put them in my backpack. Huh? That's kind of handy. I don't know. Like, I have the Samsung Buds, and I don't know if they do that or not. I don't think they do, because I have the Buds live. They came with my my Note when I got it. Yeah. And, like, I don't... As far as I'm aware, maybe they do, and it's just something you have to, like, bury it in the settings you have to turn on, but, like, yeah, that never... 
I never got notifications like that with it. Yeah. And then, yeah, the fucking love and airdrop again. Fuck, I love airdrop. And that's basically just like sending shit like simultaneously to other phones. Yeah, or other uh, Apple devices, iPads, fucking all that other stuff. Like I had to sign something for work the other night and it came through my email and I have my work email set to like my workspace. Like I have a workspace on my phone. Mm -hmm. So I have that. I had that set up. I got an email. It's like, hey, can you sign this? And it's like, well, I mean, I could sign it with my finger or I just click airdrop. Now it's on my iPad, pull up my Apple pencil, sign it. And then it's like a quick toggle to share my internet connection with my iPad, but my iPad also has cellular. Right. So I just like signed it, hit fucking send and away it went. Can do that with like my laptop or any of that other stuff too. Right. Like, cause they're all linked to the same iCloud account. So like everything just seamlessly shares. Yeah. I think the seamless stuff, I think, is where I'm, like, most intrigued with the Apple stuff now. Is like, just whatever you're doing, it's on whatever device. Mm-hmm. It's I pretty think. handy. Yeah. And now it's got me all intrigued about how well these uh, air tags work. Yeah, I saw those. Those seem like a really cool thing. Yeah. I, I can, I, one day I'd like to get, like, a four-pack and, like, put one on my keychain, put one on my backpack, put one on my luggage when I travel kind of thing. Yeah. And it's interesting because, like, the whole network is based on other phones and devices. So, like, other Apple devices. So, which there's a ton of in this country. Yeah. So, like, if you lose it somewhere and, like, someone with an iPhone walks by, it'll, like, pick up that tag and be like, hey, yo, we think your shit's maybe over here, mm-hmm. which is, like, a super, like, it's, uh, it's weird that your phone is picking up other people's shit, but at the same time, like, the use for it is actually, like, okay, mm-hmm. that's actually fair. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty fucking pretty cool and pretty impressive yeah i quite like it like not to say that the phone doesn't have there's there it's gripes like i'm still unhappy with the fact there's a lightning port but i yeah. haven't actually like plugged in to charge the phone i've been doing why like now that my pop socket just comes on and off i just magsafe for any of the dozen wireless chargers i've laying around so like that's never really been a concern Right. I, I use CarPlay a lot. CarPlay has been really, really good. So, and there's some stuff you can set as defaults. Like you can set like your default browser now. Like if you'd prefer Chrome or Fire Firefox over Safari, which mm-hmm. is weird because you just can't set that default Reddit app. That's the one that drives me nuts. That seems crazy. I wonder if there's like, have you looked up if there is a way to like brute force it or something like that? I haven't quite looked yet. No. Because you got to think there'd be like, Somewhat like someone else has got this problem. Oh, for sure. I'm sure it's out there. I just haven't put in all of the time and effort to look for all that stuff. But I did just. Ooh, excuse me. Last night I was laying in bed. Not that like I overly. Miss the custom like theming and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's totally a thing now. On iPhone. Oh shit, so you can like fuck around with icons and stuff and yeah, make them so like... like you can't you can't you don't get free reign to like move an app to any snap on grid location you want like you do on Android. But like right. if you want different icons for your folders, you can do that now. If you want custom widgets that mm. have differing information, there's apps you can download that allow you to make custom widgets and change your icon theme and your like icon color and stuff like that. Okay. Interesting. But I haven't delved go deep into that yet but 
there's a couple apps I downloaded where it's like, oh yeah, like here's this like cool all black icon theme and here's this neon pixel type fucking theme and you can just like like the app I was looking through or whatever, you pick the theme you want for your icons and then it brings you to a page and it's like, okay, here's all the icons that we have converted over into like neon ones. You can select which ones you want to change and which ones you don't. And then at the bottom, it's like, here's a bonus 20 neon icons and you can assign apps. So we'll change those apps over to these fucking images. And then you just hit next and it'll just go change all your fucking icons. Okay. So you can do it like per icon. Mm-hmm. That's, that's cool. It's pretty nifty. All in all, I'm, I'm pretty content with it. The pictures have been, I don't know. I'm not a big picture guy. So they're about the same yeah. as far as my eye goes. Yeah. I've never been one, like a camera is never the like it never plays a factor yeah like to be honest it never even plays a factor into why i buy a phone yeah i will say the the video recording has been better though oh yeah like well they got that promotion or something or whatever it is yeah i don't even think that's on my phone i think that's on the i can't stop yarding sorry oh good promotion comes came with the ios like 15.1 update and i just haven't gotten around to updating to that so i don't even have promotion yet oh. but i won't even use it because like that's for people who need to like yeah, edit yeah. video like under the promate promotion stuff so they can color correct and post and shit but the stabilization like that's that's what's impressive like when mm-hmm. i record in 4k at 60 frames and i like while i'm walking and moving and stuff like their their optical image stabilization is the best i've seen on any of the phones that i've owned interesting like it stays pretty fucking solid almost like a mini gimbal in there Mm. and i've seen some videos comparing the pixel 6 video recording to the iphone and like you can see it's a pretty drastic difference you can see like when walking and recording video like how much stabler the iphone is compared to the the new pixel 6 and 6 pro yeah Mm. i kind of want one now other that, iMessage is still great. All my other apps are still great. There's definitely you can tell developers for whatever reason, and I don't, and I didn't understand this then. I still don't understand it now, even though I have an iPhone. But like, yeah, sure, like iPhone has a pretty dominant market share, like in North America. But like when we're talking about the world, it's like iOS holds like twenty percent to Android's like eighty percent, right? Like, the world is predominantly on Android, but for some fucking reason, app developers put way more time, energy, and effort into their fucking iOS apps compared to their Android counterparts. I wonder if that's, like, Apple has, like, a, like more strict, like, app measures for their store, maybe? I, I don't know, but it's it's crazy. Like, even just, like, opening, like, instagram or tiktok or any of those the video that gets taken like if you take video inside the app it's better the pictures inside the app are better and like the fluidity and the, any sort of like jitter or lag like it's it's noticeably better on the ios versions than it is on the android versions. and i <laughs> don't know why even like plex like plex ran infinitely smoother on my fucking iphone than it ever did on my galaxy note 20 really and just last night i was looking up some of the different like cryptos and i was in my binance app yeah and like when i was running binance on android i'd like 
you know, click over to the different markets and the different, like my spot wallet and stuff like that. And I'd click it and it would take a few seconds and then it would load. And then there'd be like some jitters as if like, as I was scrolling, it was still trying to finish loading the information. And then I opened Binance on the iOS store and just fluid, mm. instant fluid. It's just like, what? Like, I don't understand you guys. Yeah. So I guess it perks to having an iPhone. Better apps. Good. There definitely are. Like, if they're big mainstream apps that the general public uses, I don't think it's a far stretch to say that those app developers are putting in more time and effort into their iOS apps than their Android one. Weird. Hey, I guess take it. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not going to complain. I'm running an iPhone now, but yeah, I still don't think it's right because I mean, I, I like you swap print, back and forth enough. Yeah, that well, you like, want that to be good. It. Yeah, like I want everyone, anyone who's listening, know like I don't really have a fucking preference. I don't have a pony in this race. Like, I was iPhone, and then I was Android. Then I was iPhone, then I was Android. Then I was iPhone, then I was Android. Now I'm back on iPhone. Like, I jump back and forth between them every couple of years just to see how each side is living. It just so happens I'm on an iPhone cycle now. Mm-hmm. But that being said, there's been some, like, with apps in particular, a noticeable performance difference. Yeah. My okay, my one gripe actually now that I think about it, which I don't understand. Okay. And it kind of pisses me off. All right. Is like when you cycle through apps and you leave them running in the background. Okay. So like if I'm scrolling and I've been like, I don't know, I'm two hours into like scrolling Reddit, a Reddit feed, and I swip, switch over to another app, do some other stuff, then like two hours later I come back and open that Reddit feed. It's still loaded. It's exactly where I left off and I can carry on. So obviously background apps stay active like they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. But there's one app in particular, and that is Spotify, where you can play a song and like leave the app and go do whatever. The song will still play whether like through your phone or like Bluetooth speakers or whatever, and it'll stay where it's at. But it won't background app refresh downloading songs. What? So, So like on my on my fucking android phone i would have i have like five or six playlists that are like new music friday or and like canada's top hits and uh, blah 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 and i had those playlists like every time those because we those playlists get updated weekly because they're from spotify and i had it set up so that when the new playlist comes out download them so i never have to think about it yeah it'll still download them but i have to actually have the Spotify app open on my screen for it to download. So like, I, I, I don't know, maybe it's just a setting that I didn't have been able to see or find yet. Cause like it irritated me. Cause when I lost my other one and went to this and I had everything set up, I have like my whole Spotify library and I'm like, okay, well I want all this stuff set for offline listening. So I started yeah. downloading the 5,000 songs I have on Spotify. Yeah. Anytime I left that app to go to a different app, it would pause the download of the 5,000 songs. So like the first day I had it, I literally had to like turn off the automatic screen lock and just leave my phone on Spotify for like 25 minutes so that it would download all of my fucking songs. That's dumb as shit. Yeah, it irritated the living shit out of me. I was like, this is stupid. Why is this a thing? It should just do it on its own. Like if I go into like the system settings, it straight up says like, yeah, you have fucking... Um, background refresh turned on so I don't hmm. I'm like just looking right now like I don't 
I don't see anything that says, hey, keep it, keep it going. Weird. Yeah, it was uh, super weird. Kind of annoyed me, kind of still annoys me. Yeah. Super, that's super weird. Audio quality, high, high. So I wonder, like, if you tried to down, like, download something for offline on, like, Plex and then, like, minimized it, I wonder if it would keep going. Because that would tell uh, you whether it's app-specific or iOS-specific. I don't think, I think there's a couple apps that, like, will play in the, like, do the picture-in-picture -picture automatically. I don't think the iOS app that Plex has has, like, the built-in picture-in-picture shit. No, I mean, like, if you trigger, like, a, like an offline download in Plex, save it to your phone, and then minimize it, will it cancel it? Like it does with oh, Spotify? I don't know. I'd have to try that. Because that would tell you whether it's, like, an iOS thing or just a Spotify thing. I'm guessing it's a fucking iOS thing, you sons of bitches. It also wouldn't surprise me if it's a Spotify thing, too. That app is kind of trash. Download scheduled. Downloads. Downloading one. Okay. So we're at... I'll wait till it gets to one quarter and then I'll leave this app and see if it carries on. Okay, there's a quarter. I'm gonna carry on, scroll through my phone, do something else. Yeah, yeah. I'll check back in 10 seconds and see if it's stopped. Right. Talking about weird Plex things. So I told you I finally fixed that fucking buffering thing. <laughs> Yeah. I would have never thought that was the issue. Fucking DNS. Oh yeah, so it's a Spotify thing, because I just left Plex and it definitely kept downloading. Uh, so it's just a Spotify thing. Yep. The Spotify <laughs> thing. Cool. Thanks, Spotify. Uh, Bunch of dicks. Yeah. But whatever. I, if that's the smallest gripe. Like it as soon as I open the app, it starts downloading. So it's not right. a big deal. It's just like Every couple of days, I got to open the app if I haven't already, which isn't the end of the world, but yeah, just let it do its thing. Just a minor annoyance. Yeah. Yeah. In other news, my, uh, my TELUS ISP is now finally showing me in Sylvan Lake. There you go. <laughs> Fort Mac. Did it just do that on its own? Yeah. I have no. One day I was connecting to my VPN and it was like, "Hey, you're in. You're not in Fort Mac." Or no, I was. Uh, it was when I was troubleshooting my Plex shit and figuring out that goddamn DNS thing. It finally showed me like where I actually was and not fucking Fort Mac. So that's really weird. Yeah, almost as weird as what appeared to be my Plex issue, which was mind-boggling. Yeah, but at least you have it sorted now. Yeah, I haven't had any, like, issues so far, so. Ugh. Well, that's good. I just gotta figure out my sonar issues now. I know. That one's weird as shit. But fucking... You're, like, double down in the succession. How far are you? I'm all caught up now. Oh, okay, shit. So you're on the, like, weekly releases now? Yep. And you're all in? I am, but now I'm mad again. Why? Okay, so have you watched at least the first two seasons? Uh, uh, dude, I'm 100% caught up. Okay, well, I wasn't sure if you liked that kind of television. So. Oh, 
No, I, it's, I hate it. I watch okay. it with a spite. So the first season, I'm like, okay, Kendall Roy. Like, yeah. what a... I don't know. A blubbering mess with mm-hmm. lack of confidence. Like, he... But, like, he's always... For someone who's set to be the next CEO going in, like, oh, sorry, this is going to be huge fucking spoilers for yeah, anyone who hasn't totally. seen this. So, like, that first season, he's, like, a blubbering mess. He's, like, whenever he goes to talk to people, it's, uh, I, uh, uh, and, like, it's, like, he can't remember what he's trying to fucking say half the time, and then he has trouble spitting it out, and, like, just doesn't have any confidence for a man in his position with his kind of power in the company. Like, he just strikes me as someone who doesn't belong there and shouldn't and shouldn't be able to do the job. And I'm yep. guessing, and like, obviously that's kind of what his dad saw too, mm-hmm. was like, oh, my son's not ready for this. But from an outsider perspective, it just irritated me where I'm like, how do you grow up in this rich family and you, you know, run this business out of Shanghai for a year? Like, you probably went to a top fucking school, but like, you talk like such a fucking mushmouth idiot. And it drove me off the fucking sure. wall. But I was like, okay, hey, whatever. And then as the season progresses, you know, he tries the takeover and he like bumbles that too. Like, it's just like, uh, 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 uh. it's like every time he goes to fucking talk, he's scared. Mm-hmm. And it is his lack of confidence for someone in his position and his stature drove me off the wall. So then we get to the end of season one and he's like full blow back on the fucking drug train. And then he's just this like, Still kind of like lacking confidence in the business world, but all of a sudden becomes like a frat boy, like, yeah, bro, yeah, like that kind of fucking confidence, not mm-hmm. like an intellectual business confidence, but like a party boy, I'm Mr. Popular confidence. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, I, I don't like this anymore. Like, you, I don't like either of these sides of you. Then he kills that fucking kid. Yep. And his dad's like, we'll take care of it, but you know, you're going to drop all this shit and come back and basically do whatever I tell you. Mm-hmm. And that version of Kendall is cold hearted. He's calculated. He's confident. It's like, this is the business Kendall that you needed to be from the fucking beginning. Yep. And then we get to the end of fucking season two and his dad like is going to railroad him. So out of like complete left fucking field, he goes in front of Congress and is like, Nope, yeah, my dad knew all about this. He's trying to blame me, but it ain't me. And then, like, reverts back to, like, season one, take over the company, Kendall. And then somehow takes, like, the worst lack of confidence frat guy shit with his lack of confidence business shit and mixes them together where he's back to just being this, like, stuttery, mushmouth fucking mess again. Yep. Yeah, they waffle back and forth on that quite it, a bit. It irritates me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's like, no, go back to being like the fucking whooped little soldier boy for your dad. Because at least then you were like, no nonsense, no bullshit. You were straight to the point. You were fucking decisive. You were confident. You were clear. Yep. But as soon as, yeah. And then he just goes back and like like the meetings he's been having at his ex-wife's fucking house and stuff. He's mm-hmm. like, uh, um, yeah, I would uh, like... um. Yeah, 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 no, I agree. Um, uh, yeah, and it just, I don't know, man. It drives me crazy. Yep. And now he's back to just being a fucking party boy, frat boy, and mush mouth, mumble mouth. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. 
I still really like the show, but no, I, I don't get me wrong. Like I still like the show, mm-hmm. but his character, like I don't under, I don't understand like when they wrote the show and they were writing the character of Kendall Roy, like, did they just let this guy like, they're like, Hey, this is the, you know, the rough outline of the character kind of play it like this. And that's kind of how the actor decided to go with it. Or did they specifically write in that the character constantly stumbles his words and can't verbalize his thoughts? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, clearly he's capable of doing it. Like, I yeah. like my whole rant is just all about this guy's character development. Sure. Really okay. is, is, is what it is. Sure. Because I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Sure. Like when you are raised in that life and you're being groomed to become the fucking CEO of this massive billion dollar media conglomerate, I don't understand how you go that far in life without being able to fucking put your thoughts into words. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They literally have like, I can't remember what, what they're called now, but they have like classes for that, like how you mm-hmm. public speak and how you speak to people and like, if yep. you can't find the words you're looking for, you pause. Yep. That silence is better than the er, uh, um, uh, er, uh, uh, yeah, uh. Yeah. So, like, I have to believe that he's part of this elite fucking world. I mean, they're, they are the, uh, the very definition of the top 1%, this whole fucking family. So, how he's such a, a mush mouth mumbling idiot is beyond me. Yeah. So, I'm dying of curiosity if they, very specifically wrote that he fucking mumbles all the time and can't formulate a goddamn sentence. Or if the actor was like, I think this would be interesting for the character. Right. I, I just want to know who to blame for this poor fucking decision. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, like, well, like I had mandatory classes like that in mm-hmm. business school. Right. You know, so it's like, the, it's a part of going into that world. Yeah. So. And cor- correct me if I'm wrong. You probably didn't attend like an Ivy League, Harvard or Yale. No, no that's okay. That's interesting. <laughs> and yet you learned that in school. So weird. Yeah. yeah. Crazy how the world works, I guess. Right. Yeah. The rest of the characters, for the most part, are like, I still don't like Greg. Like, I like him in spirit. And it's kind of like the Greg is like the Rudy of the show where you're like, I kind of root for him, but I kind of don't because he too is just a very awkward talker. Oh, that young like cousin. Yeah. Cousin yeah. Greg. And I don't know how they haven't just booted him like out of the family yet. Like he shows up and they're like, yeah, we'll give you a job. And then just like that, he's hanging around and he's involved in all these private matters. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Like cousin Greg, you're technically family, yeah. but like, he just got right in there real quick. And it's not like he got in there from, you know, being a genius and like selectively placing him. Yeah. It was just like, nobody fucking said anything. And that's super weird to me, but Uh, yeah, I I do love his like comic relief. Cause he's like very much like didn't grow up in that world. Yeah. So like, um, like uh, I think it was the last episode when he was like showing him the, like Kendall was showing him the watches and he thought he was just going to get like a free watch. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, what? like this isn't free." And it, like he's like, "No, I'm not buying you the fucking watch." And he's like, "This is like forty grand." <laughs> and he's like, "I told you I'd hook you up. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't pay for it. I'm not your yeah. sugar daddy, Greg." Yeah, and so he's like trying to bumble around because he like Greg was also talking to like a cute girl beside him. So he's like, eh, "I'll buy it. Fuck it, whatever." Like because he didn't want to like look bad. So like I, those moments I really like with him, where he just like has no idea how this world works. Mm-hmm. So. And then, like, the whole, like, Shiv and Tom thing, that's super weird. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is weird. 
Like, I like Tom as a character. I think he's funny, but... He he has his funny moments for sure, but he's another one of those characters that, like, kind of gets on my nerves. Cause, like, and I get it because he's not... Like, he's married into the family. So, like, yep. there's, there's a pretty clear distinction there. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't act like them. He doesn't talk like no. them. He doesn't think like the rest of them. He's not as cold and calculated. Yep. And he's really awkward. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, but but that just kind of like brings me back to the like, how in the fuck did he even get into this family? And I guess they kind of like address it with like Shiv was in like a weird place in her life, and then just kind of went with it, but then was still da- banging that fucking political oh, campaign guy, yeah, that reporter, or whatever. Yeah, who by the way is the main character in Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol? I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I I've still yet to watch The Lost Symbol. I've been meaning to check it out, but. Are you still keeping up with it? Uh, I think I've watched four of the six that are out. Or four out of seven. All right. Still solid? Yeah, I still really like it. I mean, it's still kind of weird not seeing... Tom Hanks? Yeah. But it it's really good. And it's nice that they get like, you know, 10 hours to go through the story instead of an hour and a half on the big screen. That is true. But yeah, I mean, like Succession, like, yeah, it's... It wasn't until like episode like it was the media the episode where he finally called the board meeting as he's running through the city. That's finally where I was like, okay, I'm into this. But like the episodes prior, I was like, this isn't very entertaining. I'm not very captivated. I'm not intrigued. I don't really care about any of these people. Yeah. But now I'm I'm quite fond of it. Yeah, it was definitely like a slow burn to get into. Yeah, a very very slow burn to get into but Mm -hmm. i'm happy that i stuck with it and got through it because like now i'm i'm just right into it i think it is fantastic yeah and And more roman please yeah i was about to say like kieran culkin like that dude's awesome oh yeah like his character is by and large the best yeah like his sarcastic witty little fucking one-liners everywhere oh yeah so fucking great yeah he's (laughs) awesome the one that because i just watched the like episode two and three of season three last night before bed. Yeah. And they're like scrambling to like, where are we going? Like after Kendall made his announcement and shit like that. And they're like trying to decide if they go to New York or LA or Washington or somewhere else. And then Kendall like opens the fucking door and his dad is like sitting in the van and he's like, Oh, like where are we going? What are we doing? He's like, Oh, you're going over here. You're going here. And Kendall's like, or not Kendall. Uh, Roman's like, well, what don't want we go here? His dad just kind of says something to the effect of like, fuck off suck my dick and then like closes the door in his face and then robin is just like yes telling your son to suck your dick at the height of sexual controversy good call yeah yeah he's like he is like the most self-aware character in that whole show Mm -hmm. which i think is what makes him so good in it right it's like you know because like a big crux of the show is like it's like super rich people that are like not aware about you know, like, I guess, the realities of the situation, right? And, yeah. like, he is, like, he understands that, where he's just, like, like, that example of just, like, we're sitting in front of Congress for a bunch of rape and sexual assault stuff, and you just told me to suck your dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's where we're at? Like, yeah. it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, when Tom had to testify in front of Congress, like, that was one of the cringiest fucking scenes ever. Mm-hmm. When they're mm-hmm. like, are you aware that they call him Mo? Uh, M- Mo? Yes, that you guys call 
Lester something that you guys call him Mo. No, I'm not aware of that. Oh, well, here we have 50 email exchanges where you call him Mo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, like, that's just, yeah. That's just kind of like a fun nickname that we talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah. You realize it's Mo because his name is Lester. Mo Lester. Yeah. Oh, is it? I No, I didn't. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. That show's great. I I really enjoy it. So it's did you uh, finish off American Horror Story? No, I haven't had an urge to finish it. <laughs> Did really, you? Yeah. Uh, is it worth finishing? Like I have. Let's if I open this up. I have two episodes left. I mean, you got two. You might as well just finish it. But like, don't expect anything impressive. I, yeah. I wasn't blown away by their whole little fucking vampire pill section of this season Mm -hmm. but like this whole alien season i find i I don't know it's not that good this season was like to come off the heels of 1984 and Mm -hmm. then do this season and have such a long break in between yeah like fuck me it was so bad yeah and i i might even go as far as to say like this is the worst season of american horror story i've seen out of all like 10 or 11 or 12 of them yeah i, I like i haven't finished it but I've, the fact that i have two episodes left and i just and the last time i had watched american horror story looking at these flex logs i mean it has not been in the last 30 days so that probably says something that well, i just I'll, don't I'll have an honest, urge the only reason i even finished it is because i thought maybe you and i were going to talk about it so i was no. like okay well i'll, I'll burn off these last these last couple episodes so that i'm not out of the fucking loop it is terrible man yeah and the last episode is just super terrible right i i think my big problem with it is like they're trying to tell like two seasons and one season it seems like it's just pick one and then do the season but like giving each four episodes or five or whatever the fuck it is it's just weird like it's for me it was the alien that the way that they did their storytelling the time jumps and they've Mm -hmm. done this in past seasons and it's never been an issue but the way they jump around from like the 70s to the 80s and then they're in the 2000s then they're back in the 80s and then they go back to the 70s and then now they're in the 90s and like you watch an episode any given episode's got it takes place in like three or four different fucking decades. Like it's just, it seems sloppy and too sporadic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. That's kind of, it kind of bothered me and I don't like black and white television. So whenever okay, they true. fucking did the seventies shit, it was always in black and white and it just bothered me. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious what the future of that show is like, cause it was, it was like you said, like it was like that super long wait. And then the anthology one came out and it was like, all right, like half of that was all right. And then they fucking retconned like their whole entire fucking show basically with that one episode mm-hmm. and then fucking this, it's like, uh, where's this, where's this show going? Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, pretty severely disappointed with it. Yeah, one thing that I haven't been disappointed. Did you ever watch The Sinner? I know I've talked about it before. 
I don't know if you ever watched it or not. Yeah, like one or two episodes. Yeah. And then I kind of just forgot about it. Fair enough. Well, their new season started, and it's still pretty good. So That was the one where you told me to watch it, and then I went to watch it, and I was like asking you about this and that, and you're like, dude, you're watching the second season. Yeah, because Netflix, Netflix is defaulted to the second season instead of yeah. the first for whatever reason. That happened to another buddy of mine, because I was like trying to get him to watch it, and I was like... The first season is like really good. The second one is like meh, you know, and the third one is like kind of the same. And like he was texting me about it. He was like, I really don't like how they're doing this. And I was like, bro, that's the second season. And he was like, that's what it picked. <laughs> I was like, eh. weird. Yeah. But, but I never really, uh, never really dove deep into that one. Yeah. Well, it's pretty like the bulk of the last couple of weeks here is pretty much just like doing all of succession and then tying up some odds and ends here and there yeah did you watch dune i did watch dune what did you think i thought it was fantastic yeah i enjoyed it i was I, like i was very 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 impressed with it like couldn't have been happier it was so good yeah the only problems i had was um and i think this is because it's a two-parter like it almost felt like like I, I liked the majority of the movie, but like I didn't think the end was satisfying. Like I didn't think, like, because they build up like the worm thing and all of that, and it seems like he's maybe going to talk to the worm or control it, and then it like kind of leads up, and he just has this knife battle, and then they end it. Like I found that build up weird, but I think that just might be a case of like, there's a part two coming. So, but well, yeah, I, as far as I'm aware, there's going to be three parts. Is it three? I thought it was, I, two. I thought, it was three. Mm-hmm. I thought, cause the book is essentially in three parts. So I thought they were doing it in three parts. Oh, could be. Yeah, I could be wrong. But yeah, overall, like I, I liked it and his movies are like the way they're shouted. They're just gorgeous. Oh yeah. Like, it was in like, fuck. What an all-star cast, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the cast is really, really good. <laughs> I would have been a little more satisfied had I um, had they filmed basically everything, and then it was just going to be timed releases of the different parts. Like Lord of the Rings kind of thing? Yeah, but instead it's like, hey, there's the end of part one. By the way, we haven't even actually filmed part two yet. Yeah. And I don't like how Dennis Villeneuve, is that his name? Is going out in the media going like, oh, if you don't get a part two, that's because of the day and date release on HBO. There's yeah. a possibility that you might never see any more Dune. And it's like, okay, come on, get man. fucked. It's like, get fucked. That, that's not the reason why you're not going to get a part two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of which fucking... Where's this article? Fucking... The HBO Max version leaked out like a week beforehand. <laughs> I did know that. Uh, but it, Which is kind of funny, but... Yeah. The, th- the same thing is like, I also think like HBO and Warner, like, it's always weird when they talk about piracy because like, remember when Game of Thrones was at its height and they mm-hmm. would use piracy metrics as also like a metric of success? <laughs> Like, they have a long history of, like, kind of embracing that, of being like, yeah, we had this much, like, cable viewers, and then we had, like, this many illegal downloads, so, like, the popularity is there. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, kind of funny. But yeah, no, I was, I thought it was fucking phenomenal. I was very, very happy with it. But pretty fucking chap that I'm probably gonna have to wait like two years to see another part. Well, I because I know they it was like the day after it came out they like officially came out and was like, hey, there's gonna be a part two, and it was like, well, no shit, like. Well, the whole movie starts with them saying, like, the at the very beginning of the fucking movie, it says part one. Yeah, so it's like there's no way this movie was ever not getting a part two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, like, also plays into, like, when he was out there being like, oh, it might not get a part two if you don't watch this in theaters. It's like, motherfucker, you opened up with part one. Like, there's no way you're not getting another one. Fuck out of here. Yeah, it's like, fuck off. Okay, so they're saying October 20th, 2023 is the release date. So, yeah, definitely two years away. For part two. Yeah. Fuck me. Like, do what Avatar is doing. Like, they're filming the fucking four sequels back to back to back. Which I guess is why we haven't seen Avatar in like 10 years, but. Yeah, but they didn't start filming the new Avatar until like within the last couple. Yeah, that's true. Because he was waiting for the technology to get to where he wanted be it's able true. to do the next one but th- there's no excuse for this like you have no. the cast the crew like you should have just fucking filmed it all and then just scheduled releases like it almost like i can't speak for everyone but i i do know a few people where i asked if they saw it or had the intention of seeing it and they were like well how many parts and i was like well there's definitely going to be a part two there might even be a part three and we were kind of like talking about it and they were like, oh, do they have it all filmed? And I was like, no, they've only filmed part one. And so his kind of comment was like, oh, so it's going to be a couple years for another one and then probably a couple years for a third one. And he's like, fuck it, I'm not going to watch it. Like, if yeah. I have to wait six years to watch yeah. a full movie of Dune, he's like, then I'll just wait fucking six years. Yeah. And it's like, I, I get that to an extent. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like it's... What they did, well, Lord of the Rings started doing it, you know, but it's like Avengers did that, right? Like Endgame and uh, Infinity War, like they shot those together and then it was like the second one came out like eight eight months later or something, you know, so. At least with the Marvel ones too, even if there is a fucking one or two year gap in between, there's all the supplemental marvel films that build into that universe as they go Mm -hmm. like you never go more than a year without a marvel film that ties into that universe at most yeah yeah because it's always yeah now you're telling me i gotta wait 10 years for another dune like i'm not gonna remember what happened in this dune i'm gonna have to go back and watch it Mm -hmm. yeah totally Maybe that's their plan maybe they're like yeah we'll wait two years so that people have to go back and like restream or I don't know. Kind of, it. it I, I get it to an extent. Like, I understand how difficult production and pre and post and all that other stuff is, but it just seems like this is a big budget movie with an all star fucking cast in it. Mm-hmm. It's a big story and people fucking want it. It just doesn't make any sense to me why they were like, yeah, we'll film one, wait a year to release it. And then after that, we'll start filming the two and then release that. Because, like, from the time they've started filming the first one to the time they're going to start filming the second one is going to be over two years. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So from the time they started filming the first one to the time the second one's going to be released is going to be over three years. Yep. And like, maybe Hollywood's not aware, but a lot can happen in three fucking years, people. Yep, totally. Uh, yeah, it's... If you're going to do these, like, big budget epic movies that have multiple parts, just do it all at once. And then well, the time in between releases is, is your post-production, basically. Yeah. You know? That would make more sense to me. And then you, like, get it all out of the way. I mean, like, Timothy Chalamet is a phenomenal actor. And he's, mm-hmm. like, a, like, he's a pretty big star as it is. But he's doing nothing but rising through the yep. fucking ranks still, right? So, like, I mean, who's to say, you know, in six months from now, you're like, all right, let's film Dune 2. And he's like, hey, sorry. I'm not available. <laughs> yeah. Look at all of these fucking movies that I have to film. And then you push push production back more. Yep. And in the meantime, he's, you know, starred in all these other films. So now he warrants a bigger fucking paycheck. And it's like, oh, we're not giving you your flat rate anymore. You got to give me this plus a bonus plus a piece of the fucking back end. Like. Yep. I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's one of those weird things where it feels like you're against, you know, actors. But at the same end, like four big studios when like you should probably be for the actors and not the studios. But I mean, from like a financial perspective, it's like and you, they didn't pick like small up and coming guys like no. Timothy Chalamet and fucking Oscar Isaac and Batista Zendaya. Like these are all pretty big actors in their own right already. And yep. there's nowhere for them to go but up. So mm-hmm. like you have to imagine when they sit down to do the talks we're like, yeah, we're going to get this sequel going off the fucking ground here they're all gonna want more fucking money and they're all gonna have busy schedules with other shit that they're fucking filming like it just sounds like a nightmare logistically and financially instead of just filming the whole fucking thing Mm -hmm. speaking of fucking bonuses and back end I found this fucking story apparently sources are saying for this Will Smith movie because it's like straight to it's like day one VOD a bunch of the little guys got fucked out of box office bonuses so Will Smith decided to shell those bonuses out of his own pocket yeah I was just reading that yesterday actually so it's like maybe seems like Warner was like hey we're not gonna restructure box office deals for everyone except maybe Will Smith because he's Will Smith I mean good, good for him for fucking yeah no shit Digging into his own pocket. I mean, like, that's a pretty baller move. Yeah, no shit. Like, I think that kind of says something about him, that he's, like, willing to do that, which Mm -hmm. is, I think, pretty cool. And I think that also comes back to, like, that ScarJo lawsuit and, like, all numerous people coming out and being like, yeah, no, we totally got fucked on on some backhand stuff. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure contracts are going to be much different nowadays than they were two years ago. Yeah. I think any agent worth their salt, as soon as they see a contract, they're going to be like, all right, so where's the VOD bonuses? Yeah. Like, that, we're not doing this unless it's the same. So, I think in the grand scheme of things, though, I think actors, not that they're going to make less, but I think they're going to make less. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, I think with this, like, switch to 
VOD releases and day and date on streaming services and stuff like that. Like there's only so much money and it's one thing to act offer an actor $20 million to this movie. That's only going to be in theaters where you know, you're going to make a huge revenue. But when people still really aren't going to the theaters as much and you need to get as many eyes, you need to drive your subscriber count. Like someone has to take a hit somewhere. And you know, at the end of the day, the studio's, are only going to fucking hit so much. Yeah, they're going to pass that cost on somewhere else. Yeah, it has to come from somewhere else. And with like all of the people who work on movies and stuff, like prop department and light and sound and all, like those guys are all unionized, so you know they're not going to be taking fucking hits. It's going to be the actors. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, it's one of those things where be- maybe because I'm not a rich fucking actor, I'm like, oh, boo-hoo, you're going to get fucking five million instead of six? Like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah. But at the same time, I it's like, okay, I, I get it to an extent, though. Like, I mean, that sucks that you're making less money, but... Well, yeah, because it comes down to, like, it's like you said, like, people like us are going to be like, oh, boo-hoo, but, like, if, if you're someone, like, just talk about, like, self-equity in the workforce, right? If you're like, hey, I'm worth this for what I provide, you know, and then they get fucked on it. It's like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but how did it get to this? I have no idea. Like that, like not like how did it get to this with like in the sense of like a massive payday back in the day would have been like a fucking a movie star getting a five million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. And now it's not unheard of for like some actors to fetch 20, 25, 30 million for a fucking movie plus back end plus, you know, like toys and that kind of shit. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like that keeps fucking inflating. But at some point, like, inflation can only go far so far before the bubble burst, right? So, yeah. Like, is this just the bubble finally bursting? Where it's like, yeah, you guys are talented and you get paid extremely well for what you do. But, like, there has to be a fucking line here because we can't just keep letting inflation go up. Because, you know, we're not going to make a $200 million film where $50 million of it is just to pay for you, the one fucking actor. Yeah, and I think you started to see that with... Uh... Like Marvel when RDJ, when his renewal was up and he was asking for like a, an obscene amount of shit and they were like, no, but then they ended up having to strike a deal because he was integral to the fucking movies. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after that, Kevin Feige basically came out and was like, we're definitely going to be looking at contracts and deals way differently going forward to not run into this. Well, they probably didn't realize like how far and how successful it would be, right? Like yeah. when they first started doing the Marvel movies, like it was a roll of the dice if it was yeah. ever going to take off. And I know they had this vision from the beginning, but like whether they would actually be able to see it through is another story. Yeah. But you do have to look long term at that because I mean, I don't know. Like it's just one of those things where actors oh yeah but like i'm filming on set for three months and they're long shooting days and stuff and it's like yeah i get that but Mm -hmm. as someone who routinely works 16 hour days barely gets eight hours of sleep and it's physical and mental fucking work Mm -hmm. like i'm sorry that like the six days off a month i get granted you're shooting for six months okay but like I'm essentially working nine months out of the year like mm-hmm. with the way my fucking schedule goes. I'm yep. working nine months out of the year to your, you can sit here and do a six month movie 
and you're not even necessarily shooting every day because no. there'll be other calls. Yep. So maybe you're shooting for a few days in a row. You got a day or two of like one or two scenes. They're short days, a couple days where you're not shooting anything at all. And then you go back and you carry on this process for a few fucking months. Sweet. Now you've got a $10 million paycheck. You literally don't have to go shoot another movie for the rest of the fucking year. Yeah. Whereas like I'm working physically demanding jobs, 16 hours a day, every fucking day for nine months out of the year. And when I finish, you know, when one fucking fiscal year is up, well, I'm just rolling into the next one because if I don't work, I'm not paying my mortgage. I'm not paying my car payment. I can't fucking yeah. afford food. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. like I, I don't want to <laughs> take away from what an actor does because obviously if acting was easy, everyone uh, would do yeah, it. Totally. Like there's obviously you need talent and you need skill and you need to like work at your craft, right? Like you've yeah, seen totally. actors who in the beginning stages, you're like, yeah, that wasn't bad. But as they progress in their acting careers, they become better actors, right? Yeah, so like, totally. it's a skill, it's a talent, and it's something mm -hmm. that you have to like hone and work at and get better at. That being said, I don't have sympathy for some for an actor who complains about a fucking 16-hour shoot day that they have to do for, you know, a couple fucking weeks for a million-dollar payout. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, you're not grounded in reality. Sure, maybe maybe you were a waiter before you finally got your big break into Hollywood. Cool. So let's just rewind time. I want you to go back and think about your fucking 12-hour wait shifts for $15 an hour. You're eating fucking craft dinner every night and sleeping in a roach-infested hotel yep. until you got your big break. Yep. And like That's still what the general population kind of has to deal with all the time. Yeah, so sorry that I don't understand your boo of losing a million mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah totally yeah you're still getting fucking five million yeah which is still four hundred and fucking nine hundred four hundred ninety thousand fucking more than i would ever get yeah. or whatever the fucking math works out that's terrible instant math but you get the yeah. point is there yeah totally totally Anyway, okay. that that's my fucking rant on if people have to take some cuts, like I'm sorry if you're if you're gonna take a million off your seven million dollar payday, you're I'm don't rally me for fucking support. Because yeah. you know what, at the end of the day, you can just not act. Yep. Go you can just live else. off the fucking thirty million you already have in the bank and your fucking twenty million dollar house that's already paid off of and never work again. Yep. Granted totally. you're probably not going to be flying private to the Cayman Islands whenever the fuck you want and going on all these worldwide adventures and doing whatever you want with the latest cars and the latest phones and the latest technology. But by all means, you don't have to keep acting. Yeah, totally. If you think you're worth seven and they offer you fucking five and you don't want it, don't fucking take it. Yeah, totally. I'm sure there's a million people out there that would be like, oh my God, if you'd pay me $100,000 for that same six months worth of work, I'll show up every day with a smile on my face. I'll bring the knee pads if I have to. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Anyway, end rant. Yeah. So I found this fucking couple of Marvel-related articles. This one was like the definitive, I guess, like who owns the rights to what, I guess, like as of now. Yes, I didn't see this one. So who do we got? Did they just break it down into a nice list? No. I have to uh, fucking well, kinda, scroll through and read kinda, headlines? Kinda. 
So That's like stupid. Sony owns Spider-Man and Spider-Man related characters, which we knew. Yeah. And then there's like their MCU deal, which I have another article on, which is actually kind of a an interesting thing. Universal owns some Hulk rights. And I think this one's weird because it's like Universal has the rights to a standalone Hulk movie. But like not a like I guess Avengers type thing, which is why Marvel was able to do it. That's so fucking weird. Right? I also thought that like when Marvel started like before it became Disney owned Marvel Studios, mm-hmm. when Marvel was like leasing out these characters, the like the big deal that they kept including in all these contracts is yeah, you can have the rights to this comic book character, but you have to make a movie every so many fucking years. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that's in a lot of them. I don't know if it's the Hulk one. I know the Spider-Man ones are like that. Yeah, which, okay, cool. Make a movie or you lose the fucking rights. And so how would they not include that in, like, because when was the last time we got a Hulk movie? Like, it would have been Ed Norton? How yep. many fucking years ago? Like, 2007 yeah. or nine? Like, it's it's been a decade at least, right? Mm-hmm. And that one's also weird, too. So, like, Marvel owns the tv rights for the hulk so they could literally take mark ruffalo and make a hulk tv show which is like why we're getting the she hulk show like they can't make a standalone mark ruffalo hulk movie that's so fucked up right right you know and then they say fox is all that's now in disney's hands but so, like, it seems like it's just Spider-Man and the Hulk, basically. is like, these weird fucking rights. Who's this Namer? I have no idea. Universal owns the rights to Namer, but, like, I've never seen a fucking Namer movie. So, I guess, and that's, like, Marvel's Aquaman, it looks like? Uh, Namor, the Submariner. Yeah, he looks like he's swimming under fucking water. Yeah. Hmm. It seems like they've like gotten most of the rights out or back, I guess. And then yeah, that just leaves the X Men, but that's all Marvel now. Yeah. Which I'm excited to see where they're gonna go with. Like, when are they finally gonna put some fucking X Men shit together here? Yeah, I don't know, because I'm really curious how they do that. And like. It's X-Men, right? So you, you gotta have the main characters, right? Like you have to have a Cyclops and a Wolverine and a Storm. So like who are they gonna cast now? I like James McAvoy as the young fucking mm-hmm. Charles, and I really liked uh Fassbender uh, as uh Michael I liked Fassbender. him too. I'm thinking why can't I think of his name? Picard. Oh, uh shit, oh, my god. Why can't I think of it either? Fucking we're terrible. Yeah. Yes. Professor X. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was always him and you and McKellen? Yeah. Yeah. Tom Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Fuck, that's terrible. That, t- that took us way longer than it should have. Fuck. Because I like them as the fucking old X and the old yeah. fucking Magneto too, but I imagine they're going to like reboot this whole franchise. And I imagine that like fucking Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen are kind of long past the days of playing those characters and I honestly don't even really see 
anybody playing Young X anymore. James no. McAvoy. And like, what's his name? Uh, Wolverine there said that he's been out for a while. Yeah, he said Logan was his last one. And like, he would like maybe come back for a cameo or something, maybe. But like, I think that was the extent of it. I really secretly hope that like Disney allows them to do the Wolverine Deadpool duo fucking Deadpool movie next that they had originally planned all those years ago. Right. Like, can you imagine a fucking like the next yeah. Deadpool movie is just fucking Wolverine and Deadpool, like on a fucking road trip across the country. Like, that yeah. would be amazing. That would be good. That would be good. I mean, if they were smart, they would use the next Deadpool movie to like pull in the X-Men stuff. Or start to, at least. I don't know if they will, though, because as far as my understanding goes, is they're still going to allow Deadpool to be Deadpool. Which right. means R-rated, right? And they're going to want to be able to link the X-Men in a more family... Like Avengers-esque way. Yeah. So... Yeah, it'll be... I'm curious how they do that. Because that opens up... In, like, to what extent do they tie X-Men into, like, their core, I guess, Marvel stuff, right? Like, are they going to keep these separate, or are they just going to tie it all together? I hope they tie it all together. Yeah, I mean, having, like, a... The next, I guess, Avengers movie being, like, see Wolverine in that with, like the new Iron Man and Captain America. Sure, yeah, that'd be cool. So. Who knows? Well, I'm sure they got plans for it either which way, but it would be nice if they start incorporating it soon. Like in, you know, one of the upcoming Marvel movies have some of the X-Men kind of like pop in and it's like, okay, this is like a little preview of things to come. The weird thing is now is like with Marvel Studios and then X-Men prior to this being under Sony's banner, everyone always thinks of them as separate. Right. But it's all still Marvel. And like when you look mm-hmm. at the comics, like a lot of these Marvel characters are in and out of all of these fucking comic books, right? But we've yeah. never really seen that because, you know, they didn't have the rights, obviously. But I think it's weird to think of, you know, Wolverine and like Thor like in the same fucking room but in actuality like that's not uncommon in in the comic books. No it's been happening forever right? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. yeah it was just it, it, it was a weird thing because the, the entertainment like TV and movie rates have always been so segregated you know because back when Marvel was going bankrupt they were selling off what they could to stay afloat mm-hmm. you know and that was the result of like someone trying to make the comic books into a cohesive universe, you know, in the yeah. movies. But now they got to wrangle all these fucking rights back, you know, or make deals, you know, like there's this, um, fucking, it's a Reddit thread I found and it was Amy Pascal or Kevin Feige. One of them did like a memoir and it talks about how like some of the Sony Marvel deals like the start of it like sony basically told them to get fucked you know because kevin feige was just like yo your movie isn't that good let us do it and he was like but nothing else changes he was like you'll keep the money you'll cover the cost of the movie and all of that but like let us do it 
<laughs> and, oh really yeah so like um like looking at this um oh let me just pull this up like Foggy was like at the Sony offices or whatever like that and that's when they were making the Amazing Spider-Man 3 and they were super excited about that movie and then Feige, like they sent Feige the latest draft and like he got halfway through it and then he just like kind of looked at Sony and was like yeah this isn't gonna work why don't you just let us do it <laughs> and apparently they got super mad and like tossed him out of the room really yeah like she threw her sandwich at him and was like get out that's and hilarious. Then, and then she like came back like around and then reading this like he basically came back and was like don't think of this as like two studios or like swapping the rights. He was like we, like we won't change money. You'll keep all the money and you'll pay for the Spider-Man movie but just let us write it and do it good. And he even like kind of like made the example he was like think of it what christopher nolan did with the dc like just let him write a batman story and let him do his thing and then take the money oh, and fair. yeah and that's kind of how like that whole deal like ended up going through so well a good weird. thing it did i mean like i had a pretty intense debate with a friend not long ago about the spider-man movies we were talking about Tom Holland and I was like, I like Tom Holland and like, I grew up on the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, mm -hmm. so I get it. Yep. But I think Tom Holland in the Spider-Man universe they have right now is the best one that they've had fucking going. Yeah, true. And he was very, very adamant that the best Spider-Man was fucking Andrew Garfield. Wait, what? Yeah. And I was like, no, no, that's I, nope. If, if the argument was, I think. Toby Maguire's Spider-Mans were the best. I could like I could get behind that. There's an argument for that, but not the Andrew Garfield one. No, and I like Andrew Garfield. I think he is an incredibly talented fucking actor. Yeah, me too. But I didn't overly like him as Spider-Man. And even if you were to swap him out and have Toby Maguire or Tom Holland in those movies where the movies were exactly the same, but with a just different actor playing them, those movies still would have been utter fucking garbage. Yeah. Because yeah. they went far too like it was like they aimed those movies at fucking six-year-olds, and that's it. And that's yeah. how I felt watching it. I remember there's one scene in the second Spider-Man that Andrew Garfield does where he's like a... And it's near the fucking beginning, and it's some kind of truck with, I don't know, radioactive material in it or some shit. And he, like, gets into the back, and it's, like, bouncing around in all these, like, canisters of poison or radiation or whatever oh, the fuck. Right, or, right. Like, sure bouncing everywhere and he's like shooting his webs and grabbing them and like scooping them and grab them out of the air and stuff with his fucking hands and the whole time he's like oh gotcha oh you almost got away from me here oh oh so close and he's like narrating it and it just felt so fucking childish mm -hmm. and i get that they gear these movies for the younger fucking audience but that was too far for me it was like i'm I still like know the other ones are geared for fucking a younger audience, but I still enjoy mm -hmm. all the other ones. But this one is too, too kid, too kid. It's like this was directed as a fucking six year olds comic that they're like, let's just make in real life. The fucking 
the kindergarten audience is going to absolutely eat this shit up. Meanwhile, as an adult who still enjoys essentially kid-geared fucking superhero movies, I was like, this is, nope, I don't fucking like this. This is fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. That's kind of crazy how that Sony Spider-Man deal ended up shaking out. Yeah. Fucking, I'm glad it did. Mm-hmm. But... Imagine if they just kept making those amazing Spider Mans. <laughs> and I like, I mean, like, I'm not even sold on their non Spider Man stuff that they're doing right now. Like, that first Venom movie was all right, you know, but it was kind of like just that, all right. Mm-hmm. You know, same with the sequel. I was like, that's very much like, okay, that was a movie. Like, I don't regret my time, but I'm not going to remember it. I haven't even you know. seen the second Venom yet, to be honest. So uh, yeah, and like seeing the Morbius trailers, I'm like, that looks kind of like the Venom movies. I don't know. I'm don't intrigued. Know. I, I'm I'm kind of excited for Morbius, to be honest. Eh. To, each, to each their own. Maybe it's just the trailers. I'm just not doing it for me. Like I, I'm look at the trailers and I'm like, those look fine. But it, like I don't see the trailer and I'm like, ooh, I really want to see that. You know, um, that's, I do. Want, I do want to see it. I'm excited. Oh, sure. But, I think that that comes with like any franchise, though. Like, I mean, I still haven't seen Shang Chi and the Legend of the Rings yet. Right. And it's not high on my priority list. The Eternals is out now, and I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm not dying to see the fucking Eternals. No. And still- it seems like most people feel the same way based on its fucking box office uh, and its reviews. Well, that's and that's also a weird thing of like. Now that that I'm grown accustomed to like VOD releases over the past like year and a half, you know, it's like now if there's a movie that I like kind of want to see, but not really like before I would still go to the theater and watch it because I was like, I'm not going to be able to watch it otherwise for like a year. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, well, I know that like basically a month and a half from now, it'll just it'll be on my Plex. So yeah. like I look at the Eternals and I'm like, yeah, I can wait 45 days. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's a weird thing now too where it's like before I would go and even if it was a man movie I'd be like I still want to see a movie but now I'm just like eh, I'll wait. So yeah, I feel you there. But yeah. Why don't we uh take a quick break here? Okay. Well, we'll be right back. All right, I'm back. All right, where were we? Uh, we were talking about those god awful Spider-Man movies. Oh, so bad. But talk about, uh, I guess, bringing someone back to a franchise after a long time. Fucking Aiden Christensen is coming back for one of those Star Wars TV shows. Still haven't watched The Mandalorian. I know. <laughs> They're uh, he's coming back for like the Obi Wan. Uh, series two, and now he's apparently coming f- back for the Ahsoka one. So, how many series have they got on the go here? They got quite a few. You know, they got the Mandalorian. They got the Obi One. Uh, they got that book of Boba Fett. They've got this Ahsoka one. They have another one, and then they have another one based on one of the characters from. Rogue One. 
And that's it? Maybe? That's too fucking many. They've been great, so I'll t- I'll keep watching them. But but I think it's cool he's coming back for this one and specifically because that both those characters have a really like close relationship and like the Clone Wars stuff, so it mm. only makes sense that he comes back. So so yeah. Well, not, I've just never been a massive, massive Star Wars guy, so that's, that's fair. Probably has a lot to do with why I've never rushed to see any of the these ones. That's fair. I am super fucking hyped for Hawkeye. Yeah, that comes out soon, isn't it? Yeah, I thought in the next couple months. Um, let's see. So it's like around Christmas or something. <laughs> Let's see. November 23rd. You know what's super exciting that comes out tonight? That isn't the new episode of Succession? <clears throat> Dexter. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I cannot wait to try. Like, I really want to see that. I really want to see them hopefully not butcher a second ending. <laughs> Fingers fucking crossed. I mean, they can't, right? Like it's got it's got to be at least somewhat decent. I really, really, really hope so. I really, really hope so. But I don't know, especially because like when they announced this, they straight up said it's because no one that made the show and the audience, everyone fucking hated that ending. So. <laughs> So then how did that ending even get made if everyone who made it hated it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe it, like someone high up super liked that idea and just fucking pushed it through and was like, fuck it, this is what we're doing. And everyone was like, but no one's going to like that. And they were like, who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no fucking thank you. But. No. No, 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 no. And speaking of something that's also coming out soon, that fucking season three of Snowpiercer comes out in January. Oh, about fucking time, man. I came to that show late, and I it's because you told me to watch it, and turns out that show is actually like very good. <laughs> so fucking so, good. Like it's it's way better than I think it has any right to be. So. I'm curious because that is also a weird it's like part TNT and then part Netflix so I wonder if this is all going to hit Netflix like same day you know what I mean I hope so I've been waiting forever you know are they gonna do because isn't that what they do with the CW like Riverdale stuff on Netflix like it's technically not a Netflix original but it is because you get this like the new episode of Riverdale like the same day it hits cable right so I wonder if they do the same thing like that. I'd be all right with that. Yeah, I imagine that's probably the route they're going to take up here. Yeah. So, which like fine by me. Just give it to me. Like I, yeah. I ended up getting hooked and burned those seasons very quickly. I, I need to yeah. stop doing that. Like, because then you burn through a season and then you burn through another, and you're like, oh, I'm so into this, and it's like, oh, okay, I'm all cut up. I guess I'll wait another year. Yeah. Is, I mean the we waited forever for fucking Ozark 
and now they're saying it's that's also January. <sighs> Which finally, but they're also doing that horse shit two part fucking thing with Ozark, right? But, so, and like I don't, I'm not happy about it. Like it still irritates me, pisses me off, drives me nuts. But at least there's a date to look forward to. That is true. That's you know true. what I? You know what? You know what? I still don't have a fucking date for Westworld. <laughs> Where the fuck is my next season of Westworld? Yeah, because Westworld's been like fucking AFK for like what three years now, and not even a fucking. Yeah, I think it's been at least two now, but not even so much as a, hey guys, we're going into pre or post, or this is when the new season's going to air. Like, it's just been radio silence. And I'm quietly shaking in my pants that, like, maybe they're just like, yeah, we're done with Westworld. We're done. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck me, man. Okay. So, see, the last episode of season three was May 2020. So, it's been like a year and a half. Yeah. And then, I mean, is season, do they have anything on season four? I mean, I haven't scoured the internet for it, but I haven't seen anything pop up in my usual feeds. Hmm, let's see here. Okay, so production kicked off according to a tweet from Jeffrey Wright. Let's see here. By an Instagram post. I don't know. This doesn't have a date. I don't have Instagram. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I stopped watching that show after season two, so. What? Yeah. I liked all of the Westworld stuff, and then when they left the Westworld, I was like, I am no longer interested in this. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> you started on. watching season three and decided it wasn't for you? No, I finished uh, like season two because spoilers, I guess doesn't at the end of season two, like that's basically the end of like them being in that world. And then it's all like the stuff outside of Westworld. Oh uh, yeah. For the most part. But what yeah. I'm saying though, is you just said like you liked it all being in Westworld and when they weren't in Westworld, you didn't like it. Yeah. So you've seen some of season three where they aren't in Westworld then. No. Well, then how would you know you don't like them not being in Westworld, Ben? I'm just making that assumption. Yeah. You're, what, you're what's wrong with the fucking world. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm like, I like what I like. You're the equivalent of the guy who goes, how dare they cast Tom Holland as Spider-Man? All right, everyone, let's review bomb on fucking IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. That's would, what you're doing right now. I would never no, because I'm not review bombing Westworld season three. No, you're just fucking shitting and giving up all over... <laughs> Arguably one of the greatest television shows produced in the last fucking decade because, well, it won't be wearing cowboy hats and be in the desert. Terrible. That's fucking terrible. Yeah. Because the third season was phenomenal. And whenever I get a fourth season, it's also going to be phenomenal. No, well, maybe I'll give the third season a chance then. Because the story work and the characters crafted in that fucking show are top notch. Sure. Yeah, I'll give it that. And to even even toy with the idea of giving up on such a well-written, well-produced, well-scripted, and incredibly acted television show simply because the location changes is just something that I 
I can't completely comprehend how Fair a enough. movie fan would do that. Yeah. I wanted like an HBO Western TV show that was like weird. That would be as if like I stopped watching Breaking Bad because they stopped using the fucking Winnebago to cook meth. Be like, no, I was in this when they were fucking grassroots meth fucking makers here. You're telling me they're going to get a laboratory to cook meth cleanly and nicely and on a higher scale? Fuck this stupid show. I'll admit, I have no rationale for my reasons. I'll fully admit that. Well, well clearly, I've, no just, sense. I've pointed out your fucking irrational shit. It I really sense. hope that the whole new season of the Ozark doesn't actually take place in the Ozark. Because then you're going to have to not fucking watch that show. No, I'd still like it. I know but I'm it, making but zero But it's called sense. Ozark, and it's not taking place in the Ozark, Ben. I don't watch that show because it's con- in the Ozark. You can't, you can't good conscious keep watching it. You're a fucking savage. <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe I'll fucking. All right, fuck it. Fucking savage. All right, fuck. All right, fuck it. I'll watch season three of Westworld and then report back at some point. No, I don't think you will. You've been talking about watching True Blood for how long now? I don't. How far have you ever gotten in that? I haven't started it yet. It was, it, that's a commitment. That's like what six seasons? You said like the last podcast or the podcast before that might have even been the one before that. We might be dating back six weeks from now. Oh, probably. Where you were like, yeah, I'm starting in on True Blood. I want to say I watched Bridgerton instead. Bro. I still have it. I still have it. And I'll probably try it at some point. I don't think you will. I don't think you will. I think you'll be like, oh, new episode of Dancing with the Stars? Yes, please. I haven't even caught up on Dancing with the Stars. It's because there's no point. You don't even have Tom Bergeron anymore. Why do you even watch that shit? I don't know. I can't answer that. I don't think any sane person could answer that. Probably not. Fucking, what else did I watch? Survivor is still good. I still like that. Uh, There's too many seasons. I gave up on that a long time ago. I fucking watched Old. That M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, not very good, eh? But yeah, that movie fucking sucked. Yeah, I told you, man. It was pretty fucking... It was fucking terrible. I don't know why I decided to watch it. I think <laughs> I just needed to, like, see it for myself. And... I I don't think that movie has a single redeeming quality. I don't... Like, what happened to fucking M. Night? It's... His career is so weird because it's like he'll hit us with a banger and then he'll make like six complete fucking flops and then he'll hit us with a single banger again and everyone's like, oh man, is Shyamalan back? And what, are, he- what are his bangers though? So, Like Sixth Sense obviously was like fucking crazy good. Yeah. And granted, and then, there was a few that he did that I didn't mind. Like I didn't mind the... Everyone hated the talking communicating plant one but i actually didn't mind it um i'm trying to think mist wasn't terrible that one with uh what's his name yeah i know which one you're talking about i can't think of the name but like he hits us with you know like the sixth sense and then like he's kind of got a bunch of flops you know, and then, like, Split. I thought Split was fantastic. Yeah. You know, but then Glass was, like, kind of meh. 
and then old was just like bad. It's like I don't know. He's weird. I don't so do know. You, do you think that he is like a genuinely like good filmmaker, and just sometimes his execution is poor, or do you think he's like someone who wrote this script, i.e., like The Sixth Sense? They're like, yeah, this sounds interesting. They make it big box office revenue. And then he just gets cast as this like phenomenal writer director. So they're like, well, six cents was good. Let's just let him do whatever he wants. And every time he puts out a movie and it fucking sucks, they're like, yeah, guys, but I mean, come on, remember the six cents, maybe that'll happen again. And that's why he just keeps landing these movie deals. I have no idea. Cause old was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. Like, it, it, <sighs> And I don't how I don't know how you take a movie where you have Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson, and James McAvoy all fucking headlining in the same film and have it turn out to be fucking shitty too. I I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know why Hollywood keeps giving him money. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is this? He's got such a weird career where it's just like, yeah, maybe they make just enough like money every time where they're like, technically we didn't lose anything. So some profits better than no profit. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was like, I saw old in theaters and the only reason I saw it was cause it was like the only movie in theaters that I hadn't like seen or that wasn't like a fucking child's movie. Right. And I was stuck in GP and I had a down night. So it's like, well, what am I going to do? I can sit in the hotel room and lay on my bed and fucking stare at the ceiling. Or I can walk a couple blocks and go see a movie. Because I, like right. I like the movie theater experience. Yeah, totally. That was a terrible fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah, like, and like, granted, like, I was, like, pretty high when I watched it. And that didn't make it any better. I, I thought it might. But, like, it totally didn't. I don't know what could make it better. I don't know. I, 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 it was just, it, fuck it, it was so weird, it was so bad, I just, just like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you there, man, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. He lost his touch a long time ago. Yeah. What else have I been watching? So I went through all of Planet Earth 2, the BBC Nature Doc. Okay. That is one of the most stunning 4K HDR things to watch if you have 4K HDR. It looks like unimaginably good. Like holy shit. Like it's 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 been one of the few things like since I upgraded my whole like home theater where mm -hmm. I was like sitting there going like holy shit. Like So where do they like they just cover like everywhere in the globe? It all depends so like on so like if I open up Planet Earth 2, they do it in sections. Um, so let's see. So in the second one, which is like the most recent one, they do islands, mountains, jungles, deserts, grasslands, and then cities. So they each kind of focus on like a different kind of, I guess, like biome, mm -hmm. and then go across like the life, but it's it's fine. Like it, it's I, it's hard to describe, but it's like seeing like raw nature footage like that of like what they capture, like and have it look that good is kind of crazy. Which deserts do they do? 
like 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 the Sahara Desert or like a bunch of different deserts? Uh, no. The, so like the, but like, they do like the calif like the Northern California Desert. Um, because I'll be honest, if it's not the California Desert, I have no interest in watching Planet Earth. I come to watch Planet Earth only because it takes place in a California desert. I don't know. I don't remember which deserts they say, but it is a desert of some sort. But like it's I don't know, like it was a for like a nature documentary. I I didn't expect a whole lot, and it kind of like gave me way more than I thought it would. Out of it, just because, yeah, that's a win. Like, and especially just showing like, like they don't shy away from showing how hard it is for like an animal to just survive in some of those places. Like they totally fucking will show shit just get fucking annihilated on screen. Hmm. Where it's just like you're watching it and some fucking like tiger leaps out and just fucking grabs the neck of something and drags it away. It's like fuck. But it's good, like just as far as like a stunning like if you have that setup and you're looking for something to showcase it, definitely check it out because it's cool as shit. I do not have that setup. I still don't own a 4K television. Yeah, that's fair. I would say the vast majority of people don't. Cause we poor over here. Fair enough. Ain't no one signing me six million dollar fucking checks to go work for six months, so. If we got $6 million checks for something like that, we would probably be doing this every day. Because <laughs> then we wouldn't have to work. <laughs> fair. Very fair. John Wick. So like, yeah. I, so like, when I saw Mel Gibson getting cast, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Interesting for like the Continental series. I'm mm -hmm. all on board for that. I had no fucking idea that they were doing another movie spinoff with Anna Diarmas. Yeah, with the ballerina people. Yeah. Fucking sign me up for that. Yeah, that one was actually fucking pretty surprising news to me. Anna, but now I'm starting to get worried that they're just... There's going to be too much? Yeah. I feel like they're just trying... They're milking it too hard, too fast. Yeah. Like all the Game of Thrones spinoffs. Like if there was one Game of Thrones spinoff, okay, maybe I probably would have checked it out. But the fact that there's like four or five in the fucking pipe plus a cartoon, it's like I'm just I'm gonna stay away from all of it now. Like it's just too fucking overwhelming. Cause you know there'll be references to everything else inside it. So it's gonna be like one of those fucking things where if you don't watch all of it, you're not gonna get all of the references and all of the callbacks and throwbacks and shit. And I feel like I love John Wick movies, love them, but I'm worried that with all these spinoffs coming out, that there's going to be all these like cross references. And if they keep bloating this universe, it's going to be too much for me to take on to be able to stay like perfectly in tune with what's happening. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm, I'm excited for this ballerina one because like Anna de arms is like slowly, like everything I've seen her in, I've been like, I, you're super good in this. And, like, seeing her in that Bond movie. Oh, like, yeah. In, like, that more action role. Like, granted, like, I think she got way less screen time than she should have. Yeah, she should have been way more prominent in that whole film. Yeah, but, like, just seeing, like, that part. And then it's, like, okay, she's going to be, like, kind of a, an assassin person in the John Wick, like, universe. I'm, like, yeah, sign, sign me up. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. Like, totally. Do they say... 
I didn't see any kind of release date. I just saw that she's been cast in it. Is this a movie or a TV it's a, show? It's a movie. Oh, okay. Is my understanding. Yeah. They're not given any... I don't think they really have a whole lot of details other than, hey, we're going to make this movie and this is who's going to star in it right now. Yeah. Hmm. Then we got Brendan Fraser is going to be the bad guy in the background movie. Seems like this guy's coming back. Yeah, it took way too fucking long, but I mean, yeah. better late than never, I guess. Yeah, totally. I mean, personally, I'm more interested in them in him and Polly Shore teaming up and redoing Biodome, but. <laughs> uh, would that even get greenlit? Probably not. I think if they wanted to do a fucking remake of Biodome with Polly Shore and Brandon Fraser, I have no doubt in my mind it would get greenlit. Eh. For like a massive budget? Probably not. But sure, there is someone fair. out there who's like, yeah, fuck, okay. I'll put sure. in the money for that. I mean, Polly Shore just got that stupid fucking The Pest movie fucking made and put on Netflix not long ago. Oh, right. And it was dog shit from start to fucking finish. So if someone's willing to pay for that, someone's going to pay for a fucking Biodome remake, for sure. I've never seen Biodome. And I, I don't think I ever will. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> As a part of my childhood, so. Maybe I did watch it, and I'm just not remembering it. I have my doubts. Either you remember watching it, or you don't. Uh, and I don't remember watching it. So. I'm going to I'm going to go with you didn't watch it. Fair enough. I would I mean, would that movie still hold up? I don't know. <laughs> if you can handle Polly Shore's humor, sure. It probably still holds up. I mean, it was funny. I'd say it was probably like, you know, like a Stoner Cult classic, but Right, right. Don't watch The Pest though. That new one he put out. Don't don't even fucking bother. It was terrible. Start to finish, it was just not good. Oh, it was so fucking bad, man. And like, I want to root for Polly. Sure. But no, it was so fucking bad. Yeah, I could see that. Fucking. Apparently, Netflix is changing their fucking viewership metrics. People are saying it's somehow worse than what it was. Yeah, but how does anyone know? Because we don't even know what their fucking metrics I know. are. So how do you even begin to speculate on that? So what are they saying? They're saying they're going to shift reporting on hours viewed for titles rather than the number of accounts that choose to watch them. Which I think people are would say that's worse because like I, I don't know if that would be worse or not than accounts. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, hours viewed, you think, would be, like, a better metric, right? You know, if someone tuned out of a movie halfway through, then they would be like, okay, well, people only watched half of this. Yeah. Right? But then, I mean, like, that could inflate numbers, right? Because, I mean, if you were to, like, look at my fucking Netflix account, there's, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of, like, The Office that's viewed. Because I put that show on the background all the fucking time. True. And, like, how many people fall asleep to Netflix? I did last night. <laughs> yeah, they technically like aren't still watching, but it just keeps fucking playing. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, I, f- I fell asleep watching How I Met Your Mother last night. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I also fall asleep to TV all the time. So it's like, so what is this article saying? So they're saying, why is this metric useless? What are they saying? No, I think they're just saying like, I don't, yeah, I don't even know. Netflix is weird. Netflix. Yeah, I don't quite get it. I don't get that that article is rational for why it's bad. Well, and like at the end of the day, I don't think it fucking matters because Netflix doesn't really share that stuff. So like, does it really fucking make a difference what metrics they're using? They're not going to tell you anyway. Well, they did say in that article that like they're going to start announcing these metrics along with their quarterly like earnings reports Mm. or some version of it. Like I think because I think it was the last episode we did. They like actually dropped the like top 10 charts for like a few things. So I think they're just going to do that. So it's probably bad because it's probably going to conflate shit to what it's not make Mm -hmm. it look. But I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, yeah, how many accounts you that's important to an extent, but I, I, I personally kind of think there's a little bit more weight into like how many hours spent watching it. Yeah, I think you're it's right. One, too. It's one thing to be said if you're like, oh, I want to watch the new fucking Army of the Dead movie, and then you watch it, and according to the old metrics, it's like, okay, one clown watched it, that's one fucking view. But it's like, I like this movie so much, I watched it three fucking times because yeah. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then I technically, I watched that movie three times, but their old metrics are still going to say I watched it once. Yeah. Right? So I think it gives a little more insight into like, yeah, people are watching these, but they're obviously watching one episode or they're watching the film once because it's interesting. But like, hey, look at this. Multiple accounts are like re-watching this movie and re-watching these episodes. Like, it's totally. a little more insight into like what because there's something to said be said for like single consumption versus... Mm-hmm. you know the repeat users right oh totally i mean like there's a reason the offices and like those type of shows are like that's such a high price on streaming services and stuff right it's because yeah, exactly pe- and it, people like to rewatch. and if you go like one watch per fucking account well then as soon as i watch the office then i'm done like mm-hmm. you've got your 80 fucking clicks for all the episodes of the office but in actuality like there's the people out there that like rewatch that shit all the time. And then you know that that stuff is more interesting, more entertaining and more valuable. If someone's on their fourth fucking rewatch of the office, instead of watching season four of stranger things you can kind of direct like, okay, what are people fucking spending their time on? Right. To yeah. keep them subscribed. Totally. I think it's a better metric, but Hey, what do we know? Yeah. Nothing really. Talking about Netflix too, I checked out that the Army of the Dead prequel that came out, Army of Thieves. Yeah, how was it? It's about the same as Army of the Dead, where like I finished it and I was like, that was alright. Like, wasn't anything spectacular, but it was a nice little kind of enjoyable watch. Okay, okay. Um, The difference with this one is it doesn't 
like it takes place when the zombie outbreak is like first starting to happen and it's a heist movie so yeah, like so there's it's not not really a zombie movie yeah totally it's like about it's about that uh like the blonde haired guy it's about him cracking a bunch of safes beforehand mm-hmm. and then it ends with dave batista like finding him and being like yo you want to come crack this in the zombie apocalypse and he's like yeah totally so i mean that sounds like i i have it on my list to watch i just haven't watched it yet it's totally decent like it's it's a it doesn't reinvent like the heist formula you know like oceans 11 did or anything you know but it's like a nice little one of those where it's like not like didn't blow my pants off but like Mm -hmm. i was like that was totally an enjoyable hour 45 that i think it's totally fine oh that's good and then i watched cop shop which is a new gerald butler movie yes have you seen this no but i have it on my list it's actually really good was it yeah i actually really enjoyed it it's kind of like um I'm trying to think how to describe it. It's like one of those like kind of oh shit. What was the Kevin Spacey one where they're all in the police station? Um, that everyone likes. I have no idea. Um, oh shit. Uh, let me try to f- the unusual suspects. Did you ever that's watch? Not, that's not ringing a bell. I don't know if I've seen that. Okay. So it like all takes place in like this, I guess, police station. Um, and it's basically some guy is like ratting out and has information on like some mob bosses. And so they send like a hitman, like they send hitmen to like go kill him. So this mm-hmm. guy like purposely gets like locked in jail because they're chasing him. And it kind of like goes through like them being in this police station and like kind of doing the whodunit game kind of thing and like okay. who's who's gonna like i guess finally kill him and like what's gonna happen kind of thing and then they throw like some kind of added twist to it hmm. and it was like a totally like enjoyable like actually decent movie mind you i went in with like zero expectations i just kind of last night i was like looking at Rotten Tomatoes, I was like, is there anything that hit streaming that, like, I missed on my radar? And I saw that and it had, like, decent Rotten Tomato reviews, so I was like, okay. Hmm. Like, I have that in my queue, I just, I've been burning off so much Succession. That's, like, all I've been hitting hard with Succession and finishing off American Horror Story, so I haven't even, I haven't even touched it yet. It's, it's but- decent. I'll bump it up in the queue then. Have a boo. Right after I watched the newest Paranormal Activity. They're still making those? Yeah, they just they just released a new one called Next of Kin. Jesus. I think I stopped watching those. I can't remember when. Oh yeah, they're terrible, but I've but seen you're... all of them, so it's like, oh, fucking, I gotta watch this one. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then I also checked out this movie called The Night House. Kind of like a thriller horror. The Nighthouse. Uh, yeah, with Rebecca Hall. Never heard of this. It's actually like pretty good. 
as far as like a like it reminds me of like a Bloomhouse like kind of horror where it's like this is like a nice little kind of thriller like there's nothing crazy about it but like it's like a a cool little like premise of a kind of thriller horror kind of thing reeling from the unexpected death of her husband Beth is left alone in the lakeside home he built for her mhm is that the premise yep why does this call it a casa sombria a what yeah i was just i was just looking it up and it, it's <laughs> popping up as a casa sombria the fuck is that i don't know like the spanish title for it maybe i don't i don't know because like the poster says the night house but for some reason that's not what it comes up as <laughs> and sometimes they do weird things like that like that stephen king one that he's been raving about that he actually really likes oh that uh i have it or i have what's out yet what is it so is it called chapel wait i think so I thought I saw it referred to as something else and Chapel Wait was like the Spanish title for it. I don't know. Uh, uh It's Chapel Wait on my Plex. Yeah, that's what it is on mine too. But I thought it was that was like a different fucking title for it. I don't know. Unless, like, is there another Stephen King series that... Nope. No? Okay. That's definitely it. Have you started watching it? No, not yet. It's again, it's another one that's on my fucking list. I just haven't gotten to it. Yeah. I kind of want to check out that Midnight Mass show. Is it like a short, like seven episode limited thing? Yeah. And like, again, like, so that one's also on my list. What else is like uh, Army of Thieves, The Harder They Fall. For some reason, I want to watch that Apex with Bruce Willis. What? Apex with. Yeah, it's Bruce Willis, and I can't remember. You recognize the guy. He's, like, one of those dudes who famously always plays, like, secondary actors. Oh, sure. He played Sean Cahill in fucking Suits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Neil McDonald. Yeah. So it's him and his rich friends fucking hunt people on an island, like another one of those kind of fucking movies. I'm looking at the IMDb now. Yeah. This looks awful. Yeah, it looks terrible, but for some (laughs) reason I want to watch it. Same so, with uh, Prisoners of Ghostland, that latest like Nicolas Cage one. That's supposed to be just like so fucking wild and outlandish. Oh yes, I saw a trailer for that and it was like that looks like the most fucking Nicolas Cage ass shit I've seen in a while. <laughs> yeah, so like that's also on my list. I had a few people tell me over like Halloween that they were going through like you know good Halloween movies to watch during the season. Yep. And my one buddy told me to watch Hereditary. And I've, he's have you seen it? No, but I have heard like I know people that like it's got like insane fucking ratings. Yeah, and he's like it's not scary in a traditional sense. He's like but it just like the whole movie you're just uncomfortable. And it was, was like, actually oh. Oscar nominated too. Was it? I believe so. Yeah, so like that's also on my list. I have to finish catching up on Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol. I still want to watch Chapel Wait. Dexter's tonight. Successions tonight. Yeah. I've got yeah, I've got a bunch of backlog. I've got 
I want to finally watch Lock and Key. Have all of that. Yeah, I got to finish the second season of that. I haven't finished the newest season of You. Oh, really? I thought you would have binged that one. So I started watching it with the fiance. Yeah. Because I was actually going to watch it on my own and binge it one day while she was at work. And she's like, no, I want to see it too. But okay. I waited till she was home. We watched the first two episodes together. And then I had to go away for work. And she was like, hey, well, you're at work. Do you mind if I keep watching this? And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, yeah, go ahead. But then I was at work. So, like, I didn't get a chance to keep watching it. But, like, had this been the way it was going to play out, you would have just I watched just it. Binged it the day I was going to fucking binge it. So you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I also have that. Those Apple TV shows, The Foundation and Invasion. Yeah, I got both of those that I haven't even fucking started in on yet. I haven't even, I got like four episodes left in Ted Lasso that I have to watch. I've never seen a single episode of Ted Lasso. It's weird. (laughs) Like the first couple episodes, like I watched the first couple and I was like, I don't see what the hype's about. And I watched the first two and then just kind of like put it on the back burner. Didn't, and then a bunch of people kept talking about it. So then I went and started watching again and got like super hooked and like binged like the whole rest of the season in like one sitting. I was like, okay, yeah, I see it. I get why people love the show so much. It's really good. And then I get to like, I think we're on the second season now. And I don't know. I watched like the first two or three episodes and then just fell out of favor again. I also got one uh, that two-part HBO Max documentary, What Happened to Brittany Murphy. Oh, That's sure. been on my fucking list here for like a week now that I haven't touched. Yeah. Like, TV's ramping up, and I still have so much to catch up on. I haven't even started in on Yellowstone yet. I know. I've got... There's another like limited series that I've got here, Dope Sick. It's like kind of on the drug epidemic but it's like acted it's got michael keaton headlining it as like a limited series so i really want yeah who does that one um i don't know let's see hulu hulu yeah which Hulu did that Doctor Death show? Oh and yes. that was fantastic. That was really good. So, well, great. Well, now I'm gonna have to fucking add that one to my queue. I know. Too many shows. I know. I'm really excited about. Oh, shit! Dexter must be on streaming. Oh, I, I'm going to watch it after this. <laughs> well then ooh oh shit it's 4k HDR whatever streaming service that is on props to them because also while we're talking about that I've got a fucking bone to pick with streaming services put your goddamn shit in 4k I'm tired of getting fucking 1080p slop fucking for weekly shows specifically HBO why can they out of all of them not do 4k get fucked mm-hmm how can the biggest most prestige television network not do 4k how 
Gotta oh. add another subscription tier for that, man. That's fine. That's fine. It's dumb. That's funny. It, it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. I get it for primetime, but even some primetime comes in in 4K, like Showtime. All of Billions was 4K. Yeah, that's weird. Fucking not HBO. And then that also compounds, like, with my shitty reality TV, the best I can get is, like, 720. Oh, gross. Yeah, so, like, Survivor is usually, like, 720, or at best, 1080. But, like, I think it was, so the Curse of Oak Island started up again, because I still watch that show for reasons. Newsflash, they still haven't found shit. Shocker. And it's season, like, nine. It's like, I watched it, and I was like, oh, so you, you still haven't found shit? Whatever, I'm going to keep watching this, though, I guess. Terrible. That's so terrible. I don't know why. I don't know why I keep watching it, because, like, I, every once in a while, they find, like, some dumb thing that isn't what they're looking for. But I, I don't know. I don't know why I keep watching that show. Yeah, only you can answer that question. And then, okay, so you ready for something that you probably thought I dropped that I started watching again? CW's The Walker. But you're um, still watching that fucking trash? Yes. Why? It is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's not good. I don't know why I keep watching it. I, I, can, I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't even answer that for you. That's kind of fucked up. It's like something in my brain is just like, you need to keep watching Walker. And I'm like, all right. And then like, I'll finish watching it. And I'm like, why, why did I watch this? And then the next week it'll be like, yo, you should check out the new Walker. And I'm like, I don't know. Something in my brain is just broken. Apparently. I think I watched the first like minute of one of the episodes and was like, nah, I'm all right. I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to take a pass. Yeah. Other than that, like, I haven't really been watching too much. No, me neither. It's been a fucking busy week. Yeah. I've been super busy lately, so it's like I'm not. So usually when I'm done work and I'm like exhausted, I'm like, I just want some like comfort food while I browse like Reddit or something. But not have to think. Maybe that's why I watch Walker. <laughs> I don't know. That could be it, but the holidays are coming up soon, so. Yeah, and there's like a January's got like three shows coming out that I'm like totally gonna binge day one. So pretty much I'm just Hawkeye comes out in like two weeks and that's kinda what I'm fucking waiting on. Is it two weeks? Yeah, I thought I saw November twenty third. Mm. Yeah, November twenty third. Mm-hmm. So that'll be the next big one. Yeah, and that'll be the ones that come out on Sundays now. Yeah, and Hawkeye like, will be weekly, right? Like they're yeah. not going to dump it all. No, it'll be a weekly thing. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's all I got. I don't really have a whole lot, whole lot else either. All right. I guess we'll uh, end it on that note. All right.
Catch you on the next one. All right. Later. Later.